What the fuck is up, buttercups? You miss me? Welcome back to the Be That Bitch podcast, where we talk all about being that bitch, whatever that means to you. Um, hi, how are you? I'm gonna act like I've just been here. Come coming through like you've been there, like you've been doing that. But honestly, y'all, it's been it's been a hot diggity dog minute since we've chit-chatted. I am not even gonna lie. I committed when I started this podcast, like if I didn't have any value to add to your life, if I was in a fucked up headspace, if if I was just not feeling it, I wasn't going to do it. I mean, I do this, this thing, this podcast for fun. It's funsies. I make zero money off of it. It's not really a business. It's really just me and a way that I can help inspire others and show up for other people. And I committed. I was like, you know what, Allie, if you're not feeling it, if you're not feeling like you're going to add value to their lives, why show up and take space? when so many others are requiring so much of us, right? Like, I don't want you to sit through and listen to a bullshit podcast episode if it's not going to add value to your life. And this is like my long-winded explanation of why I haven't shown up. Um, and I'll get into that and I'm going to, it's, it's going to go into the topic. This is going to be a shorter episode. It's really just going to be a little spitfire of me shooting the shit with y'all um, and really just kind of talking about where I've been, what's going on productivity, mindset shifts, all of that good stuff. But we are finally off of spring break for the kids. And y'all, Ev, my littlest, so I have two kids. I have a seven-year-old and I have a three-year-old. And my three-year-old just started school today. She has a speech delay, so she just started the PEEP program. So four days a week, she goes from um, like... 8.30 in the morning to 11.40 in the afternoon. So y'all, I'm not even lying. I feel like a brand new bitch just being able to have this time to myself. I mean, it's day one. It's day one and I already feel my energy heightening, but it was very, it's been very emotional because it's my last baby and all that. So that is kind of like the big thing that's been going on in my life. Um, I have honestly, now I don't even know how many books I've read since the last time I've chatted with you guys. Y'all know I usually do my top smut read review for you guys but it's so fucking hard for me to know the last review I did but I will say I will say that the first night that first night by Jen Mahoney I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher that M-C-M-A-H-O-N is gonna come out shortly y'all please add that to your TBR please I'm telling you this book was pure Uh, it's amazing. I'm going to go live in the Be That Bitch book club um, and talk all about it because honestly, y'all, that book just drove me insane. It's going to live rent free in my mind forever. If you loved Sex in the City, it's going to be a book for you, but add a fucking single dad. Like, add a single dad. It's just, ah, it's amazing. Um, And if you're not familiar, Be That Bitch book club um, is a book club we have for the podcast. It's over on Patreon. It's three or five dollars a month five dollars gets you access to our group chat our monthly book club meetings where i have the author this month we're having miss ce ricky the queen of mm romance she's gonna be on there um and it's just a good fucking time like no filter we talk all about smut and sex and you know like relationships and just it's it's everything under the sun that women 
don't talk about nearly enough and we make it normalized in that group sex toys i mean y'all you know i am pro it all so if you want to join you can always join just go down to the show notes and there's a link for it and then you can also go over on my instagram and check the link in my bio at ali griffith there's links for it that's my shameless plug for the best smut club around i'm not even kidding it's amazing um but yeah so honestly don't know many other like i don't remember the last book i reviewed so it's hard for me to talk about it so you know we're just gonna we're gonna keep it moving keep it trucking and i'll remember for next week because yes i'm gonna go back to hopefully weekly podcast until summer and then you know it's gonna be a fucking dumpster fire again when the kids are home just gotta try to figure it out as we go but y'all are along with the ride and i just want to normalize right and be that person that can show up and imperfectly and where i'm at and let you know that it's okay to just do your best y'all know my motto right and i swear that on all that is holy i'm gonna get this shit fucking tattooed on me do your best fuck the rest. Like that is my mantra for my entire life. Do your best, fuck the rest. Say it with me all. Do your best, fuck the rest. Do your best, fuck the rest. That is the mantra I live by. And I just hope me showing up in this space, imperfectly me and you know, it's not a fancy podcast. It's not a consistent podcast all the time. You know, it's not always, you know, whatever, but I show up and I try to provide you guys some value. And I just hope you kind of translate that you're translate that to your own life right and show up where you're at and know that it's okay to show up where you're at before you're ready before everything is perfect that your best is good enough and nobody expects perfection except for you and we just need to kind of like nix that shit in the fucking ass and know that if we're waiting on perfection we're going to be waiting for our entire lives because there is no such thing as perfection also if you don't know the fun game we play on this podcast this is the first podcast you're ever listening from me uh so fucking sorry but if you don't know the game that we play on this podcast every single time i drop any type of cuss word um you're supposed to take a chug of water because what friends a hydrated bitch is a happy bitch um and i am trying to hydrate the world one podcast episode at a time so we know this podcast is not suitable for children and it's gonna leave you hydrated as fuck so anywho i am gonna get into the meat and taters of this podcast and we're gonna talk all about productivity Alrighty, y'all. So productivity. I know this word can seem really daunting. Hell, we're all freaking so busy. I mean, I know I am as a mama of two, a business owner. I like to work out. I like to read my smut. I mean, I like to do it all. And the most frequently asked question I get in my DMs on a daily basis is how do you do it all, right? Like how do you have two kids and how do you work and how do you, you know, get time to read and all of these things? Because honestly, I cannot find the time to do it. And the short answer is I don't do it all, okay? I released the pressure a long fucking time ago to do it all by myself. That is why I have a husband. That is why I have a support system. That is why I, you know, can hire people to help do things, right? 
I don't expect myself to be able to do it all because honestly, no one can do it all, all the time, right? And so the first thing is you have to realize that the people that you watch on social media, they have a whole slew of people behind them that are there to help them between, you know, personal assistants and, you know, virtual assistants or, um, you know, husbands or whatever, right? Whatever, people who help cook for them, you know, they outsource stuff whatever the case may be, a lot of people on social media have a whole hell of a lot of people behind them to make it look as effortless as it does, right? So I don't do it all, right? I am a very big component on asking for help when you need it. I think that's something a lot of women don't do nearly enough is simply ask for help. We, you know, we feel guilty asking for help. Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and your husband works all day and you feel guilty when he gets home from work to ask him to do anything because that's your job, right? You're a stay-at-home mom. Um, your job never ends. We get that. But also he is a parent. And so I am very quick to ask my husband to do stuff whenever he gets home. So like, if I need to go on a run, I'd be like, Hey babe, you're on dad duty. I'm going on a run, right? Like I just know that taking care of myself and prioritizing what I like to do will make not only me a better wife, a better mom, but a better me. And all around, it just makes us better, right? Because I did this and I was telling a girl in my DMs the other day, I was like, I spent the first two years of motherhood lost. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I enjoyed. I didn't know anything, right? Like, because I felt like now that I am a mom, that is who I am. That is my identity. Y'all, motherhood is not your identity. It's a role you play, right? Just like you're an employee, but that's not your identity. Your identity is not a insurance agent or a nurse or a teacher. That's not your identity. That's just a role you play. Your identity is who you are. And you basically saying, you know what? Now that I'm a mom, that's all that fucking matters. That's basically giving the big ass middle finger to the woman that you were before you were a mom because she still matters, right? And so long story short, after I had Ev, I lost everything about myself. Like she asked me, mom, what do you enjoy to do? And I had no fucking idea. I had no earthly idea. And it made my marriage, like my marriage took a hit because I was depressed because I wasn't feeling my best. You know, my, me being a mom took a hit because I didn't want to get up and run around with her or do anything because I was exhausted because I didn't take care of myself. So many areas of my life took a hit all because I did not prioritize myself. And so we need to realize that we are worth the prioritization before we can talk about productivity. Because if you in your mind don't believe that you are fucking worth it, then you can work on any productivity tip beyond all measures and still not be consistent with it because you could, you'll you still feel like no matter what's going on, I still need to be doing this for other people, right? Like if we especially as moms, right? A lot of moms, I really suck at this now because I am a selfish bitch. We're just gonna say it. Um, I don't have a nurturing bone in my body. I work really hard at trying to be nurturing and all that, but if you guys know the love languages, that's like the slowest score that I have. But a lot of mothers are nurturing by nature, right? And you think, you know, a lot of them think and believe that 
their worth and their value is in how they can show up for others, right? A lot of women in general feel that way. My worth and my value is how I can show up for others. Maybe it's your husband or your spouse or your boss or whatever the case may be. And we always put everybody else's needs above our own. Y'all, that's fucking bullshit. If we don't take care of us, we can't expect to, to take care of everybody else, right? Because you're not giving them the best of you, you're giving them the rest of you. And at the end of the day, if you're giving people the rest of you, you're not, it's just not, it's not the best, right? Like, would you rather give your family the best of you because you prioritize and took care of yourself versus the rest of you, meaning that you're probably running on caffeine and prayers? Like you have to decide which one do you want to give to people, right? And so I say all that to say, it all starts with the mindset shift that you do deserve it. But another mindset shift, as we're gonna go into productivity, because a lot of, when I tell you how early I get up, you're gonna flip your shit. You're gonna be like, oh my fucking gosh, like how do you get any time to yourself, yada, 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 right? I want you to think about this. If you are somebody who likes to stay up after the babies are, are in bed, right? Like you, the, you put the kids to bed and then you stay up until 11, 12, 1 a.m. because that's the only time you have to yourself. How do you utilize that time? Okay, how do you utilize that time? Do you utilize it to binge eat? Do you utilize it to watch mindless TV? Do you utilize it to scroll on TikTok? Do you, the, what ways do you utilize that time? Now, I am not saying you need to take away your personal time, but I want to ask you, do you feel like you are using that time to the best of its ability and that it is working for you? Or do you feel like it's working against whatever your goals are, right? So I'm going to use me for example, right? During COVID, I got into the mindset of I needed a after the kids went to bed, I needed to collect myself. So I stayed up late because I wanted to have some me time. But what I realized is that in turn, me making my me time at night after the kids go to bed, it promoted really awful habits for me. Because the second I would do that, I would sit down and I would start drinking or I would eat or whatever the case may be. And it was just really creating very toxic things and, and habits that I was picking up all because I was staying up late after the kids. And usually after, you know, a certain hour of time, our brains are going into like comfort mode. And so I was realizing that that was not being using the best of my abilities that time. And so once I switched my mindset from, you know what, I can either choose to have my me time, my me time before the kids are up or I can have it after. And I need to figure out which one is going to promote the habits that I'm wanting to create. Which one is going to make me, at the end of the day, a better mom, a better wife, and a better Allie. Because that is what matters. I figured out if I stayed up late, it did not make me a better me. Because what happens, y'all? What happens when you stay up late? You wake up right before you get the kids up, to go to school and all that and you're a little grouchy because you didn't have any time to decompress and so then you might be a little short-tempered at least this was for me i'm not saying this is for everybody but this is what happened to me when i stayed up late i woke up right before the kids i would get them up we would be rushing i'd be frustrated because you know like 
I didn't get up and and get to take a, a breather. It was just a whole fucking thing, right? And so I ended up being the worst me, not the best me. And so when I switched my mindset from, I am not sacrificing my me time, I am choosing where I am putting my me time. And I chose to put it in the morning. And so now I wake up a good two hours before I get the kids up, two and a half hours, because this is the time that I use to take care of me. And so my morning routine now, and I'm going to tell you now with both kids being in school three hours, right? So Ev's in school for three hours. Riley's in school the whole day. This is how my schedule works right now. This is my schedule right now. I can kind of share with you guys my summer schedule or like when the kids are at home, but I'm going to be, let you guys know first and foremost, I am a big component, component, opponent, opponent, not component. What the fuck, Allie? I am a big opponent. Is that even the right word? Advocate? advocate. I feel like advocate's a better word. I'm a big advocate for independent play um, because I feel like my kids should not be relying on me to play with them all the time. Do I play with my kids? Absolutely. I play with my kids. We go outside, we run around, we do all the things, but I also let them independent play and not feel guilty for doing that. So I'm when I tell you my daily schedule, I want you to realize that does not make you a bad mom to allow your kids to play independently. It actually makes them a better child. Not going to fucking lie. Um, because with Riley, I felt really guilty when I let her independent play. But I realized now, now on my second kid that Ev is way more self-sufficient and independent because I let her do things independently versus doing everything on her own. Um, like I Or everything, doing everything for her like I do with Riley. So anyways, right now while both my kids are in school till noon... I wake up at 5 a.m. I work out at 5.15. I get my lifting in and get a good, get a good pump in. By 6 a.m., I am mentoring my clients in my boot camp. I am responding to emails. I'm responding to, you know, DMs or whatever the case may be. I do that until 6.45. At 6.45, I go and I make me a cup of coffee. Yes, I make me a cup of coffee. I sit down and I read and I enjoy that hot cup of coffee in the silence with my book. Yes, y'all. That is how I read so much is I read for about 45 minutes every single morning and I do that because it brings me joy. And that is how I bring myself joy, give myself some good endorphins, a good caffeine boost. And then I go wake up my kids and I'm on mom duty. And while I'm making lunches, making breakfast, I also unload the dishwasher. I do a lot of multitasking in the kitchen. So like while they're in there eating, we're talking, getting ready for our day while I am unloading the dishwasher, loading it back up if I need to. Um, I am getting dinner out of the freezer. I'm getting things prepped for the day. After that, they get to do a little dance party. They get to, you know, play a little bit. I do a load of laundry. Um, and then I'm taking them to school, right? So then after I take them to school, I decide at that point, do I need to go get a run in? And so this morning I went and got a run in and came home, showered, and now I'm working, right? But if I don't need to get a run in, I come home, I shower, I'll set a timer for 40 minutes, and I will do whatever I need to do. If I need to fold laundry, if I need to clean the house, if I need to do anything, I set an alarm for 40 minutes. After those 40 minutes, I put it up. I don't give a fuck if my house is still messy. I put all of it up and I come sit down and do work. So then when I pick up my kids, or I pick up Everly, I get to make lunch with her, I get to be present, and then I lay her down for her nap. Do you guys see nobody does it all 
people just prioritize their time in different places. I don't see it as a, a, a as a great use of my time to make sure my house is 100% spotless all the time. I believe it's called lived in. I think it's a whole feng shui, right? Like my house is picked up, but it's not clean all the time. It's just not. We will have dishes. We will have laundry. It is what it is. At the end of the day, I need to make sure I'm putting my time in places that it needs it. And then I will get that to that. Right. And if I don't get to it today, I'll get to it tomorrow or the next day. It's not going to fucking hurt anybody to have it. my laundry sitting in the laundry room. It's not going to hurt anybody to have a couple cups in the sink when I go to bed. Like at the end of the day, we need to realize that. We, we get to choose where we put our time and our stress and those dishes are not important, more important than taking care of yourself, right? Those, that basket of laundry is not more important than you taking 30 minutes to do a workout for you, right? Those, you know, that floor that needs vacuumed is not more important than you having a couple minutes to sit down and breathe and decompress, right? You need to figure out where you're going to put the pressure on yourself to allocate your time. And I always say me first, everything else second. And I know, I know that makes me sound like a selfish ass bitch, but at the end of the day, if I don't take care of me, everything else will get the rest of me. They won't get the best of me. And my family deserves the best mom, the best wife, the best, you know, leader of the household. And the way that they get that is by me doing my workout, is by me fueling my brain with personal development. It's by me getting up and getting to sit down and read my smut with a cup of coffee because when I wake my kids up, I am a happy bitch. Nothing screams happy bitch like getting to read about somebody getting a BJ at six o'clock in the morning. I mean, does that not scream happy bitch? It does to me. So I want you to realize that productivity does not mean that you're negating your hobbies or anything like that because a lot of people feel like, okay, if I'm working on my productivity when it comes to my work or whatever the case may be, then that must mean that everything else goes by the wayside. Absolutely not, right? It just means that you're using you the hours you have in the day to the best of your ability. And so whatever that looks like for you, but just remember y'all that we all have the same 24 hours in the day. And I get so, I know, you probably are getting pissed off with me saying that. We hear it all the time. Everybody has the same 24 hours in the day as Beyonce, but not everybody has the entourage that Beyonce has, right? Like, I don't fucking like to use that. The person that you're watching on social media, whoever it is, maybe it's me, maybe it's another influencer, maybe it's, you know, Karen down the block. She has the same 24 hours as you. And do not for one second spend time being envious that she's being able to get things done that you're not. Because at the end of the day, we all have the same time. Yes, we don't all have the same resources, but we all can make it work if we want to bad enough. And I have, I urge you to ask yourself this. Do I just not want it bad enough? Do I just not want to prioritize my health? Because that's fine. But don't fucking lie to yourself and say, I don't have the time. Just say it's not important to me right now. That's what you got to say. 
Don't say, I just wish I had the time to work out. I just wish I had the time to get to read for pleasure. I just wish I had the time to be able to do these things for myself. You do have the time. You don't fucking use it to the best of its ability. That's a you problem, not a time problem. And I know that was a little harsh and it's fine if you get pissed off when I say that, but just ask yourself this. Am I getting pissed off because it's hitting a little too close to home? I will never be. I'm like your best friend, right? We all have friends and we have best friends. I am your best friend, right? Best friends tell you like it is whether you're gonna like it or not friends will coddle you and tell you it's okay when it's absolutely not okay I'm going to be your virtual bestie and I'm gonna sit here and tell you that you do have the time you're just not utilizing the time and that is something you've got to figure out but don't say you want something don't say you want to have time to work out or you want to be able to do this or you want to be able to do that and then not fucking do something about it I'm not a morning person. Well, I fucking wasn't either. But I realized I was a better human when I got up in the morning. So I made myself a morning person, slow and steady. I didn't go from sleeping in until 7.30 in the morning to straight five o'clock. No, I eased my way into it, right? But maybe you're more productive in the evening. Maybe you're one of those crazy psycho humans that can lay their kids in bed and then go work out and then go do the things you need to do and still get up in the morning and be happy if you are fuck you deserve a medal because I don't understand you people but maybe you are maybe my schedule is not going to work for you but I just want to show you that you can do it that if I can do it somebody who used to wake up literally before work I would wake up 15 minutes before I had to leave for work I would shove my kid in the car go drop her off at my mother-in-law's brush my teeth literally as I'm walking out the door and be at work. Sometimes I would even forget to brush my hair. Not even kidding. Like that used to be me because I was just not a morning person. I spent the first six months of my fitness journey doing my workouts right after work at six o'clock at night because I was not a morning person. So don't fucking tell me that you can't train yourself to do it if you want to bad enough. Living proof of that. And I mean that in the nicest way possible, of course. But I am so sick and tired of us letting Our excuses and our beliefs hold us back. It's not anything else but us that is always holding us back. Fuck, I did it for so long. Hell, I did it last month because I let the marathon get in my way mentally. I let traveling mentally get in my way and I just kind of let it spiral me down to a mental funk. That's why we haven't had a podcast episode in a few weeks. That's a me problem. And the only way that you can fix that is to work through it, right? You can't, it doesn't just fucking go away. You've got to work through it. And I think that's something a lot of us don't realize about people that are successful. They're not successful because of the absence of struggle and tough times and lessons and all of this stuff. They're successful in spite of it because they didn't let it stop them. They let themselves work through it. And that, at the end of the day, is what's going to stand between the unsuccessful person and the successful person. So yeah, it's going to be hard to retrain yourself if you want to become a morning person. It's going to be hard to start being productive with your hours and not spend four hours on TikTok. This is what I tell my clients all the time that say, you know, I don't have enough time to work out. I'm just, I'm struggling to find time to work out. You know what I tell them? And I'm going to tell you this. I want you to go to your settings if you have an iPhone, if you have an Android, I I can't fucking help you go get an iPhone, but I want you to go down to screen time. 
Okay. And this is going to be appalling to you, I'm sure. And I want you to go and look and see what your daily screen time is. Okay. I want you to see what your daily screen time is. It'll say it right there at the top. And with that number, you can also go down to see all activity and see which one your daily screen time is the highest. I'm going to let you guys know mine as somebody who literally works from her phone. So last week, I had an average of six hours and 44 minutes a day on my phone of a total screen time of 47 hours. Of those, I spent 17 hours and 56 minutes, so 18 hours on Instagram. That is pretty much the entirety of my business is on Instagram. My runner up was Facebook for a total of two hours and some change because that's where I host my boot camps, boot camps and all that stuff. I have three minutes on TikTok because I realized that was a time suck for me. I have what, an hour and 28 minutes on Spotify because I listen to music. But I just want to show you guys this, that this resource, being able to see where you spend all your time on your phone, will let you know that yes, you do have the time. You're just not utilizing it. I realized when I bought my Kindle, when I did all of these things to be able to minimize my screen time, that I was a way more productive human because I made sure I didn't pick up my Kindle until I got the shit that I'm done that I needed to get done in the day, right? And so I was able to be more productive. So I want you to pull that out, your screen time. And I want you to see, do you not have the time or do you not utilize it to your fullest potential, right? Because unless your job is social media like mine, unless your job is on your phone like mine, you should only have what, an hour a day at most? Because if you don't and you're still telling, if you have two, three, four hours a day on your phone and you're telling me you don't have enough time to work out, to take care of yourself, to start that business that you wanted to do, to do whatever the fuck it is that you said you wanted to do, I am going to call bullshit, bullshit in the nicest possible way. So anyways, this is my take on productivity. Honestly, y'all, I think at the end of the day, it just means that you have got to have the mindset that you're, you're gonna figure it out as you go. You're gonna figure out what works for you. I could give you tips like set alarms because that's what I did for a while or set timers because I work better off of a timer. So I set timers every day. Like I'll set a 30 minute timer to clean my house. And once it's done, I'm done, right? Because I'll get lost in things. I'll set a timer to read. Like if I'm gonna allow myself 30 minutes to decompress and read, I'll set a timer and then I'll put my Kindle up after the timer. Timers work well for me. They might not work well for you, but you've got to find what works best for you and ignoring the issue, which maybe it's screen time, maybe it's, you know, whatever the case may be, sleeping in, whatever. Ignoring the issue is not going to make your productivity better. Facing it head on and working through it is what's going to make your productivity better. So anyways, I'm going to go. This was supposed to be a super short episode and now it's 30 minutes. So if this helped you at all, if it was the gut punch that you needed, do me a solid, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Allie Griffith so I can personally say thanks and see your screenshot of your screen time. Um, and then if it also really helped you, please, if you could go to... Spotify, go to Apple, wherever you're listening to this and leave us a five star and a sweet message. It really does help the podcast grow. And the more it grows, the more people we can help. So anyways, I'm gonna leave you like I leave you every single week that I show up <laughs> in a world full of bitches, be that bitch. See you next time.